0: Please include in your tefillah's alter Shmuel ben Chavalei. Okay. So uh, last week's session, after we uh, presented the idea that um, it's uh, not ideal and maybe not even correct for a person to be judging himself, defining himself, based on actions. The question was asked, uh, so then how should we define ourselves if we need to do so at all? So I think the first step that we should try to take is to be clear that um, it really is a great necessity to define ourselves, to understand as best we could, a little bit, who we really are. Mm -hmm. How do we know that? How can we know that? Well, I think the uh, simplest starting point would be if uh, we can discern, determine, and as Amchal teaches us, that uh, as the Gemara says, a person should say, The entire Bria is for the sake of the human being, so then he knows that Hashem has created the entire universe for his sake, for the sake of being native to him, and of course he needs to have a good understanding of who he truly is. And uh, there was something that was sort of put out there last week, but I don't think it was really a complete answer. So we're trying to examine that. And um, I think for anybody who's listening to this now or anytime in the future, it's very helpful to try to listen to it. Just like uh, an exploration, there's a natural tendency to immediately judge ourselves in light of what we're hearing. Um, do I feel that? Can I live up to that? And uh, that could make it much harder to hear the ideas, really take it in. So we should try to take the approach of it's like exploration. It's learning, Um, almost like if somebody would come to you and say, you know, you could learn how to ski and it could really be very enjoyable. You could learn how to play a musical instrument. There are some that doesn't take years and years to learn. You can really have a great time with it. I never thought of myself as going skiing or playing music, but okay, I'll hear it out. So I think that's the the best kind of approach uh, in many cases to try to take. Let's hear, let's see what we could learn about and then see where it could take us or where we might want to go as a next step. So I think the first step would be, um, what can we understand of our starting point to basic nature? Who are we in our, in our innate being at the start of our existence, so to speak? How should we view ourselves or understand ourselves just as our of our basic makeup? Which is not going to be the whole story, but it's a very important first step. So we're all familiar with the phrase. And we may even be familiar with the statements at the altar as Rotan Art says that this is the peak description of the value of a person that supersedes anything that was explored and attempted to be understood by the greatest wise people of all the generations. When the terrorist says that Adam is with Salam alakim. His he's beloved to Hashem as being b'tzalim Elohim, That means he's related to elokin. He's made in some way from his initial creation, from his starting point. He's chaviv that he's nivra of his basic makeup. He's called already similar to Hashem. He has a likeness to Hashem of his basic nature. And just as we have no limit to the greatness of Hashem, no means of defining that, no description of that, unfathomable, limitless, infinite. In a similar way, the value of a person is by definition of such a degree, of course, not identical. We're only B'tzalim al But the association, the connection, the likeness of a person to Hashem from his basic initial makeup is already giving him such a esteem, such a value that, again, it supersedes anything that could have been conceptualized by the greatest wise people of all of history. It is an innate connection to Hashem. and still leaves us with a need to find some way to relate to it. And I think there are a couple of things that could help us. maybe may be many. but a couple that I would like to sort of put out here. One Can I just
1: is... ask what you mean by value?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> it's all connected. The, the, um, the, uh, Ramchal says that of the basic nature of the neshama, there is such Kedusha that it should, of its own essential nature, totally overwhelm the physical aspect of a person and take him out of being human, just of its basic essential nature. The Kedusha of the neshama is so powerful that it would not be held in check if Hashem would not sort of hold it back from doing that, then the the innate Kedusha of the Neshama is so powerful that it should totally overwhelm the guf, totally uplift the guf, totally transform the guf that a person would exit from the state of a human being to Something that, of course, you know, we have no contact, personal contact with, or nor has anybody. But if that would happen, then the person could not achieve the purpose of his being in this world. So it has to be sort of restricted, imprisoned, held back from functioning in its natural form, which would be to totally uplift the goof. So that means that the Nishama, which is who, who we essentially are, is a being of such powerful kadusha as to be totally dominating anything physical in the person. Of course, we have no natural experience with this. So it's a purely intellectual concept. But it's still worthwhile. We shouldn't, we shouldn't discount it because we don't feel it and sense it. I guess that's all part of it being imprisoned and held back. That doesn't impact us in our personal experience. It has to be hidden. But that is the true nature of the Nishama. How else can we get a sense, some sense of? that innate purity, that innate greatness, that innate likeness to Hashem. So the Artsafn helps us with this, and he says this can help us to understand that great Musr mission that the Torah gives a person, and the way that is defined in the Torah. How does the Torah charge a person with becoming a person of personal greatness. It says, mm-hmm. A person is given a mitzvah to liken himself to his creator. Mm-hmm. What is the extent of Hashem's shleimus? Infinite. And a person is charged of course, to reach as far as he is able, which has no fixed limit, and which we see from the Torah, goes very, very far. We can see even from the Gemara, what the, what's, what the Gemara describes, what Hazal described, of the shleimus of, of circulation, Haqadoshim, Tanoim, Amaroim, and even of later generations. These are all examples that we can catch a glimpse of the extent that the Torah directs a person to strive for and defined in such a manner of to be like, to liken himself to Hashem. So how is that possible? How can we command human being to be like Hashem, to be something that he's not? Rabbi? But rather... Rabbi, which R. are you
2: talking about?
0: Salam It should be in the email.
2: Sorry, I didn't look at it. I apologize.
0: Okay, it's there. It's there for the for the viewing. Right. Um, so that itself was reflection. Oh, human being is capable of being instructed to liken himself to Hashem. That means that's that is a valid a proper means of directing him and instructing him, teaching him to make yourself like the creator. You know, it sounds beautiful when you stop to actually think about it, it becomes like hard to take in. But that's that's all part of what's showing us that when we reach a point where we can't even believe it, that's the the means of discovery that, oh, that means the person really does have that greatness, does have that potential. Every step, step by step, but this is the the form, this is how it's being taught to a person. learn from your Creator, be like, strive to be like Hashem. It means there has to be such an innate connection, such a already present potential, that it's proper to teach in that way. So I could just say, list all the to have Rahman, have MS. That's not how the Torah writes write it. And then another way I think that we could see is simply the way Ramchal describes all aspects of Shleimus are aspects of connection to the root of Shleimus. All mitzvahs, all mitzvahs, all aspects of the Torah is a means whereby a person is connecting to the shayrish, to the source of all shleimus, to Hashem, to the shleimus that is of Hashem himself. That's how it's described by the Ramchal. He's not just making himself worthy of being Davik, He is actually being davek to Hashem. So that itself means that a person is of such a nature, that he is capable of that, that he's worthy of that, that it is appropriate for him to be connecting himself, as the Ramchal describes it, like he's holding on to a branch of the tree where he's connected to the shayrish. He has direct connection to the shleimus asharshi to the completeness of Hashem himself. That's how he's describing it all aspects of, of Shleimus, of tawra, Mitzvahs. This is just nothing but all aspects of Shleimus are just are barach vasa, closest to Hashem. And the human being is capable of having that, of creating that, of being that. So that means that he is worthy of that. He's capable of that. He's of such a nature that it is possible for him. If you look at Terry Mitchell says, you know, commands and rewards, so it's not a reflection of the person's basic nature. But if you look at it as he is being given to innately connect to the source of all shleimus, Hashem himself. It means he has to be starting off even before he did anything. He has to be starting off with such a nature that is capable of that, that that such a thing could be possible. So that is already showing a person what his true essential, basic nature is. Of of such a nature that is able to connect to Hashem himself to, to forge that connection with every single mice that he does, there's something of that taking place. That's a little bit of a window, I think. But then comes the very big question. Okay, if Hashem wants us to have all this good connection, so why doesn't Hashem just give it to us? He's creating us with such a nature that we are able to connect to that root shlimus. and we are called b'tzalim a Hashem. That such has such kedusha, that it would just totally overtake the goof. Okay, so let so let it overtake the goof. We're okay. Would anybody mind if uh, we didn't have to do anything? Mm-hmm. Who here would who here would object? <laughs> but we know that it's not going to work. So, so that brings us to the second aspect of our own definition. We could know our basic nature, but we have to also know the nature of our mission, the nature of our contribution to Hashem's plan. Hashem is giving us a starting point that is able to connect to Him, that is of a likeness to Him, that is so great, that is so magnificent, that is so Indescribable. Infinite greatness. Connection to Hashem. Likeness to Hashem. Okay, but that's only the starting point. Right? Why is there a need for more? Where do we come in? How do we understand everything that we're supposed to be doing? Now for this, this whole sort of part We have to put aside for a moment the fact that we may spend a lot of our daily hours doing things that we don't see is directly accomplishing the purpose of our creation. That obstacle must be put aside. Um, Now, that that may not be true for everybody, this this challenge, so to speak, but um, for anybody who has this challenge, and for those days that we have this challenge, we have to not let that sort of confuse us or block us. But as I show, hopefully we'll find a way how to uh, address that issue. But the first step is to try to understand what is the real nature of our, of our activities, of our life, of what we are doing. Shem wants to give us infinite good by connecting to him. Okay, so we have a role in that. So I think it's very worthwhile for us to understand the nature of our role in that. And I think there are there are three parts to the importance of that understanding. Number one, that's we should simply understand it correctly needs to be understood. Secondly, it could be inspirational to want to pursue what that role is meant to accomplish, if we understand it better. And also, it might be a very different kind of a process if we are actually intending to do what it's really all about when we're doing it. It's one thing To know about it, to understand it, to want to bring it about. But then there's perhaps something very different of if we're relating to it in that way, where we're knowing what we're doing, when we're doing it, we know what we're doing. Well, let's go step by step, see what happens. So the Ramallah explains to us why it is that it has to come through our choice and our effort. And, of course, there are different forms of that effort. So very often, just the relatively simple daily actions that we're doing. Sometimes there are daily challenges. Sometimes there are uniquely great challenges that come up once in a while not looking for them, but of course, hope to be ready for them. So there's a lot in our life where we are contributing in different kinds of ways. What is the real purpose of that contribution? What is really being accomplished? Why is it necessary? So I'm sure you know you've heard and Never, never seen, and we probably discussed it already. But it's kedai to try to good, get a good grip, and like I'm suggesting, try to even carry it into LaMaisa and see what happens. Hi, this is fine. So the Ramachal explains hi, this is that Hashem's Chachmah decreed that this should come through There's a person's a, own. I'm it gets a little
1: confusing.
0: Somebody needs to be muted. Getting background noise. Okay, now it's better. In other words, Hashem's purpose, um, as is revealed to us, would not be accomplished, for just to be Hashem bestowing upon us uh, the degree of connection that would take place if Hashem bestowed it. Because then it would not be a real true connection to Hashem. Why not? So the Ramachal explains that for it to be as much as is possible, a human being's connection, true connection, true closest to Hashem, he has to be as much as is possible like Hashem. That's what is the, the substance of that closeness. The person is likening himself to Hashem. Why does it have to come through his own effort, through his own choice, through his own sometimes very hard work? Because that's the only way that a person's degree of likeness to Hashem, person's completeness, can really be like Hashem as much as is possible. Because Hashem's shlemus, Hashem's state of completion, perfection, perfect completion, is of Hashem's true essential nature that must be that way. Hashem's basic nature compels that it be one of a total shlemus. Hashem must be as Hashem truly is. In perfect, of perfect shleimus. And such a thing cannot be by any other being except Hashem. But what is the closest possible existence to that? So the Ram Khal says, the closest possible nature of a created being to that would be that his shleimus should be of himself, where he is truly the possessor of it. He is truly, at least to some significant degree, the creator of it, of himself, where it was, it was not forced upon him. It was not of someone else that gave it to him. But it is truly of himself, just as Hashem shlem is of himself. Of course, the human being shleimus cannot be one of his essential nature. That's only Hashem. But if human being shleimus would be totally bestowed upon him, gifted to him by Hashem, then essentially it would just be Hashem shleimus. It wouldn't be of the person himself, and then it wouldn't be of a nature that is similar to Hashem shleimus, as it's able to be. How can a person's goodness be of a nature that is similar to Hashem's absolute goodness? If it is his, if he acquires it, if he chooses it, if he makes it part of himself, if he develops himself, if he forges himself into a being of Shlemus, then then it is he who is showing. He is showing of himself to some degree. It's, it's quite fascinating that the Gemara says, even in the area of a person's battle date the Sahara, needs Hashem's help. And that needs to be understood why Hashem made it that way. But putting that aside for the moment, the part that a person does is sufficient somehow for him to be considered that his Shleimus is truly his. That he is a being of Shleimus. He is a being of truth, honesty, humility, wisdom. All good all, leaders, all aspects of Shleimus. They are of himself. So that means that the tiniest action, word, thought, Feeling that a person is having in the spiritual realm is contributing to forging himself into a being of a likeness to Hashem, into a being of the shlame that he is able to achieve. So when we are approaching any aspect of mitzvah, we are bringing about Hashem's plan. To enable us to receive the maximum good that he wants to give that comes from the closest to him that comes from being like him and we are engaging in that process, we are contributing we are doing something that is contributing to that process of forging ourselves into a person of das, chokmah emunah, taif chesed Rahm, and this, we are doing that with that statement. We are engaging in the fulfillment of Hashem's plan by our doing that which will contribute to our becoming a person of slaves. One sometimes tiny, tiny step, tiny, tiny part at a time. Like human being is made out of millions of cells, and the cells are made out of atoms quarks. So, every aspect of the Nyone Ruchness, of the is an aspect of connection to Hashem that we are engaging in, that we are experiencing, that we are creating and that we are making of ourselves to be a being of that. That is what's taking place when we are doing any mitzvah, any davratayi. So it might be something to like try to look at and ask ourselves, oh, what am I doing now to create myself into a person of shleilis? How is this contributing? What am I saying? What am I affirming? What am I doing that is, that is making that take place, that I am becoming a person of likeness to Hashem? How is saying ani doing that? How is saying Shahakal doing that? How is saying good morning to somebody doing that? How is learning Hilcha Shabbos doing that? <laughs> hulu? We can have a certain kind of an awareness and a curiosity. Of, this is what I'm doing, and it must be me who does it. And I am thereby making myself somewhat more like Hashem mm-hmm. by holding on to an aspect of shleimus, by entering into that state of oras ponavikuvosah. By being close to Hashem in this experience, I am thereby making myself of such a nature, such that I will be like Hashem and be able to truly experience all that good that has become part of me, because it's truly mine. So I am making myself. I am creating my true self on a constant basis. Hopefully. (laughs) If we're doing things right. And there's uh, another idea fascinating in the the Nimaral when we talk about discovering ourselves, where he says the reason for Fum Tsaira Agra is because, of course, the one who is closest to the Melech will receive the good of the Melech, and the one who overcomes barriers and obstacles, that's how he understands that there's some barrier to overcome It has to be surmounted or circumvented to come close to another and then by overcoming that barrier with that inner strength that I have I truly become closer and I discover and it shows how close I am that I was able to overcome that barrier. That means that part of what's being achieved is I am discovering and coming to know of myself that true inner closeness, that I have that strength to overcome those challenges, overcome those barriers, and come close to, seeing even another person, and similarly to Asha. So part of the process is not just the creation of the new closeness. But the discovery of the inner power, the inner basic nature that I have within me that wants to come close to Hashem, that's enabling me to overcome those barriers, those obstacles, those great challenges, and successfully come close to the one who I'm really designed to be close to. That helps me to know it. Who else am I showing it to? Hashem, he knows me. People, they're not necessarily around. So when he says, it will show how close I am, means it will show it to me. I will come to know that true inner closeness that I have. I will come to know that I am B'Tselem A'lokim. I will come to know I have such a nature that can overcome these barriers. Oh, I know who I am. That's part of that development itself, is coming to recognize. That inner goodness, that inner desire closest to Hashem, that inner truth. Like the Dikrim says, the person is from the source of truth. He not want to bring falsehood into a place of the holiness of truth, which is himself. He's is discovering he is truly a being of Emes and Chesed and all Shleimas, all good Midas, all Chachmah. And that's only discovered through his being able to face those challenges and then see, oh, this is coming from that core that's within me. Wow, that is all part of the process. So um, I think this is pretty good to start with. <laughs> a little bit of understanding of who we are and hopefully a little bit of what we're doing. Of why we have to do it. And I think it's really could to try to get a grip on this, of why we have to do it. Because otherwise, it sort of falls into the form of just commandments and obedience. And if you want to keep it in the form of, somehow, bringing forth Hashem's plan, Hashem's good plan, then we have to know why it is that we have such a critical role. What is the nature of that role?
2: Why is is Rabbi saying bringing forth Hashem's good plan instead of like discovering our closeness with Hashem or something like that?
0: Because the ultimate goal is, the ultimate goal is that Hashem's purpose in the Bria should be achieved, which is the maximum. How much? The maximum. (laughs) that is possible to receive. How is that accomplished? Through coming close to Hashem. And how is the Gemara defined after everything is said and done? Friendship. (inaudible) (inaudible) Closeness. That's how it's all defined. And And when everything is finished, that is the definition the Gemara gives. So we're trying to engender that closeness. But we have to bring it to ourselves for us to be like Hashem and for there to be that closeness. It cannot just be that we are in touch with Hashem's Midrace. We have to be having that within ourselves to be truly connecting, to be truly like Hashem, whose shameless is of himself. So all that consistent, even daily, simple effort, And all that, occasional or maybe sometimes quite frequent, major effort is playing a critical, major, indispensable role in what? In our becoming who we truly are meant to be. We have the great, great, great koach innately. But that's not sufficient all that closest to Hashem the other Marishan had from his initial creation, with Chachma beyond the Malachim, with all the know that he had in Gan Eden, that's not nearly enough to satisfy Hashem's plan. So if Hashem would give us Gan Eden like other Marishan had, we should say, no Hashem, we know that's not enough. <laughs> we know you hold us not enough. Now, we might think, you know, we'd be happy, we'd take that deal, you know? The Gemara does say, <laughs> maybe I'll be Seichel Anushi. We can't be it fully I'll pay Seichel anushi. But the Seichel kiss is, like the Ram Chal says, The Eber's Chachma decrees that his plan to be achieved, we have to be making it come about, and interestingly, with Hashem's help. That's something to think about. Why did Hashem make in such a way that it should be dafka with Hashem's special divine assistance? We cannot succeed against the Sahara on our own. After all, it's supposed to be our job. Okay, That's maybe for a different time. I'll let everybody think about that. But even before that, we need to think about what it means that we are forging ourselves into a being of a likeness to Hashem. Moment by moment. Okay. Go ahead. We said last time that It's a little fuzzy. We do. We don't do. Is it better now? Let's try again. Now? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Hopefully, make it loud.
3: We said last time that a person's worth is not depend on his actions. Right. Because so if that wouldn't be sufficient enough, then that means that
0: doesn't <laughs> that mean that it does? Um. No. The innate worth is not dependent upon the actions. Because He's only given the opportunity for the actions. He's given the opportunity for all the good that comes from the actions because of his innate starting point being that is of immeasurable value. The the other kind of mindset is I start off with nothing and I have to earn it all. It's only potential. The starting point is not something that is worthy to be beloved, to be cherished, to be in awe of. It's, it's total power of. Whatever I make, give it, I make. Kamash Malan was put from his initial yetsira into Ganeiden. Now we can't have Ganeiden anymore, but the basic Definition of the person is that he's worthy to be in Ganeiden, if he could only be. And from that point, to rise higher and higher and higher. That's not because he has earned anything or because he's going to earn anything. That is his true basic starting point nature. He needs all the Hanna of Ganeiden to have a saga of the Chaz Hashem, To know what Hashem wants to give him way, way beyond that. He needs to be receiving Hashem's chesed, serving him personally, putting the world for him, putting the sun for him, putting all His kaychas there for him as a way of recognizing oh, what does Hashem want to give me? Infinitely beyond this as a starting point. It's not. It's not been given to him, just as a device. It's been given to him because of his basic nature. He's worthy of it. Adam <laughs> is Hashem's precious, beloved creation, and that's even any person. And Klal Yisrael is even more. We call Banim the King's only child the all-powerful, all-loving king's only child. What does he do for his son? He'll bring the whole kingdom to serve his, his, his crown prince son. Of course. And then in turn, the son will become the king and he will bless the whole king. <laughs> As their leader. <laughs> he will uplift the whole kingdom. Because... They will achieve their purpose by serving him. So that is the basic nature. And from there starts the, the mission of achieving the ultimate Takas. But well, we, na- we naturally get caught up with am I succeeding, not succeeding? We skip this first step. This step is very, very lofty, and not easy to relate to. When we really start to think of ourselves as the being of such Kedusha that it should make us no longer have a goof? <laughs> not so easy to relate to. It's not tangible. Mm-hmm. Cannot see it. Cannot feel it. You can only learn about it. You can only, you can only see intellectual rias, clear messages from the Torah. But for that to become absorbed, That takes a lot of work. But at least we know this is the truth. This is the title. We don't feel it so naturally. So then we have to be patient to try to examine what could be blocking it and what it takes to gain some connection to it. There could be many good sources that help us gain connection to it. Along with a lot of Hazara of the, some of the very easily available sources.
2: What's the Gemara that Rebbe quoted before? Where is that? About the friendship? Is the main.
0: Oh, Shabbat Aleph, of course. Oh, that's. Well, with the gear. <laughs>
2: but the, that...
0: What did he say? Oh, I, I I know
2: Rashi, know. Rashi, right, Rashi says Hashem is a chabir. Right. But. Oh, okay, that's what we are talking about. Okay
0: and the rashida Ramchal says calling yonish lain was his what oras punav his bar what or shining countenance by yorashan punav ilaha <laughs> <laughs> rashid says he'll show you punim sehuva's punim saykha khayk glad what was Rashi saying by liska i'll be matele with you in ganidan and you won't be overwhelms, we still have, war. we still have Europe. <laughs> we'll know it's Hashem. We won't forget. Even knowing, but, even knowing our worth, are together in Canada.
2: even when we know our worth, why can't a person still have a sense in knowing if they're doing what they should be doing or not, succeeding in terms of, oh, is Hashem oh, happy with me or not? Mm, Would you want to be shining that countenance?
0: It's very, oh. it's very tricky because we are Naturally, sort of pulled into very um, commonly ingrained um, mindsets, heartsets of uh, needing to earn our worth. So we we could think in terms of like, okay, now Hashem is rejecting me. Yeah. I was
2: saying. even when we fail, we should yeah. things a person who might be working on something or might be failing at something or might be giving up on something. And trying and not trying or whatever.
0: The is not giving.
2: Realize up. that give up on you, and they still.
0: No, Hashem is not giving it's up on The Worst of Shoy. As long as there's still hope of tshuva and adikdu cheshon nefesh, and even in midstream, after they're drowning already, Hashem says can't sing? How could you sing Shirah? So, the, the belovedness of the human being is even, 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 showing while they're engaging in their wishes, The Shem is still putting the world there for them and still hoping. And if he does tshuva, where is he? He supersedes the tzaddikin gumurah. We'll never see. So uh, Doesn't... We're, not, we're, not, we're not ever losing that innate definition, that innate Khabibus. But uh, we should try to uh, actualize our true self as much as possible. Yeah, we don't. We should you know, be a little disappointed and uh, keep on trying. But we have to be very cautious about what's going to motivate us to tackle, be better or to actualize ourself and what's going to stand in the way. So sometimes this kind of message is not easy to take in. People will act with like, oh, look how unworthy I am that I can't feel this. So the, the, the solution should not be, OK, ignore. The solution should be, that's OK. It's a, that feeling is none of your choice. That's none of your doing. Um, and this hopefully could at least have a place.
1: Doesn't this mean that that when I sin, I'm creating or I guess like decreating myself into a being of uh, no mission and no value and I guess like anti shlemos? and then the answer to that would be I guess, what, that Hashem creates me again?
0: Um, of, of course, if a person strengthens within himself aspects of chisaren, so it will have its impact, of course, tshuva can rectify it, and maybe she gives a person the opportunity to do tshuva for all his life. Oh, uh, it's best if it's done. You know, when we um, still have full capacity. <laughs> the poshims say that when the Rambam says um, that uh, he's successful in the same situation, doesn't mean necessarily that he has to be in that situation. It might be better never to be in that situation of temptation if he could avoid it, of course, as you try to avoid it. It means that person reaches the point where he's confident, and they, also he could take Hashem as his witness. That he would not uh, act that same way anymore.
1: Why do these actions not define me?
0: Because that would that presupposes that there is no other definition. But the action, all the, the opportunity for the actions, is being given to the other, to the created being, to the other who is but elokim. He is not. Is it non-existent without actions? Yeah, only because I'm being
1: recreated right now?
0: Well, of course, it's an ongoing recreation, yes. But the basic nature of the person is what is being recreated for him constantly by Hashem in it its true nature of phenomenal spiritual innate greatness, innate nature, tremendous spirituality of its basic makeup.
1: And that's and all potential, a, or that, a, that all is.
0: And with a good mission and with a good yatsar, that's able to conceal all that.
1: <laughs> Before I do anything, that's 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 more than potential.
0: Yes, absolutely. The mission is saying, "Choviv Adam she nivra He is Nivra b'tzalim ala Yes, I
1: thought. I thought your explanation was the in 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 the way that I create my own mission and thereby. Create like a perfect mission and a perfect value.
0: No, that's just that's just the fullness of the actualization of it salamalakim. It's Salamala is the the, the the person to whom is given this opportunity, to who who is worthy of this opportunity, who is shaykh to this opportunity. To one has already no, a
1: similarity to Hashem.
0: No? Right. He would have no starting points. Enormous spiritual nature, then it would not be, could not be given. It would not be given. As is saying, to tell a person of halachta you have to have enough of a shaykh that you can be instructed, you can be directed, halachta, you can be taught. Halachta bidrahov. Emulate Hashem, be like Hashem, be your true self, become your true self, make yourself into the fullness of your true self. There is a being that is there, <laughs> not just like you know silly putty. <laughs> There's a neshama that's of such kedusha that it would totally overpower the goof and take him out of minha nushi, The kedusha of the neshama, the closeness of the nishama, the holiness, the goodness, the ms, the taiv, the chokhmah of the neshama, so dominating. So powerful it would totally overtake the goof and it would be ois mech. But he's held in check. It's kvusha, it's imprisoned. It is it is paralyzed from doing that. A person has to bring it into himself. And eventually it will take place by Triya Mason, in its full force. Golom HaNeshama, also something is happening, very major. <laughs> but Ramchal learns the the final completion is by Tchiyas HaMes. And then the returns to the Guf and totally uplifts the Guf into a state of pure Shlemus together. Maybe the... We can see where Dr. Machal talks about in Perak in, HaKedusha in, that it's a level that a person cannot even achieve with his own effort. He only does something. Menashimayim, they give him matana, and it becomes like what he calls Avos or Merkava Lashchina. Their Achila was like a karba Everything that they were doing were in kedusha. Yes, Reb Yes. So, so
3: Rabbi, just I, I don't know if uh, if this is related to what we're talking about.
0: It doesn't have but to, to speaking,
3: be at <laughs> We're speaking about the how uh, how high the, the, the level of of kedusha the the Goph is. I mean the not the guf, the neshama is. Right. And how close how close Hashem feels to us. How Hashem wants us to succeed. Awesome. Uh, on, on on Yom Kippur davening, we say in kavanim in kavadim. Uh-huh. If like sons or if like servants.
0: Yes, okay.
3: So then what's the, I mean, shouldn't, why are we saying imka
0: Vadim? Shouldn't it just right. be? Right. So um, I saw, I think I saw a purish that there could be an aspect of Hashem's chesed where the person is not living up to his proper responsibility as a son, that it's really better for him, for Hashem, to act towards him like an evid, and then his actions, even that are not so proper, are less severe. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure that's adequate explanation. Um, and I do remember seeing in the, in the Malbim, um, in, the, in Parash Yisraeli, by the mitzvah, it says, he brings the machlakis tanoim about when cholesterol are sinning, do they still retain that level of bannim? And he says that that is the maskana, uh, that is the accepted opinion. Um, brings the raya from Midrash that um, even when cholesterol are veering off, they still retain that full level of closest to Hashem of banim.
3: I, I see, because so, a lot of
0: times, you know,
3: we, 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 at least I get the impression that we're almost like, again, it could be from Yom Kippur, from Yom Tif Davning, Davening, that we're almost like beggars, you know, so in a sense, like like, like, like we I think we say at the end of the Yom Kippur Davening, you know, that, that, we're, that we're not even, we're like dust, we're not even, uh, I forgot the words
0: yeah funny yeah, yeah. so that that is like in our humility how we are focusing on our um small meager nature and compared to Hashem but you're, you're you're very correct that um it's um it's very important not to misunderstand that and that it's not so easy not to misunderstand that <laughs> so we need to do some good research on the on those tefillos. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we find that even in, in everyday shachrist on the Kabanos, I think, saying ma anu mechayenu mechas So um, yeah, that need all needs to be understood properly, but um, the uh, the the clear teaching of the Alta as can be seen in Safe or Itself, um, there's no question about. <laughs> so you. you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> OK. So Bernetta, I'll try to do this for homework and um, get back to you, maybe everybody. Anybody finds anything that could help, please bring it to my attention. Okay. So I do want to thank everybody for joining me and making this possible each and every time. It's a very great pleasure. And hopefully, um, we could try to uh, remember some of this. Actually, try to. I've been trying a little bit to try to focus on it. You know, What am I doing now? Oh, I am creating a being of slings. Wow. How am I doing that? <laughs> try it out. See what happens. Let me know. OK, any final um, thoughts, questions, reactions of any nature are most welcome now or anytime. No pressure. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we can pause here. Thank you very much. Thank,
3: Thank you, you Rabbi. Have
0: a good night. good night. To be continued. We're not done with this topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have a good night. Good night.
1: Also.